It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Oh, Victoria, Victoria, I missed you so. Oh, I missed you so. Yeah, another week's gone by. Doesn't it Mate, feel like it's been so long since we spoke again? We are in the loins. That's of it. Christmas. It's happening. It's on Father Saturday. Christmas's bushy pubic hair beard is is within the vicinity of our. <laughs> Our faces. He's whacking all the presents out right it now. Is, he's literally about to jizz them everywhere. He's jizzing them all over the world. Are you ready? Um, sort of. Yeah, I think so. All my presents are wrapped, um, except for the ones for like for the kids. I mean, all the yeah, kids' yeah. ones are done, done and dusted. And you know what? It's really pared back this year because we don't buy for any of the adults, so it's literally just the kids. So well, I've I've had a uh, bit of a colon cleanse in recent times, haven't I, Vic? You have had a colon I have cleanse. A bit of a colon cleanse. So it's been of all the clingers oh, on. Oh <laughs> God, it's been wonderful. I'm not going to lie because my list used to be stressful. Yeah, so many people to buy for, and it's not like that anymore. And it's fucking wonderful. Oh no, it's great! Really isn't it? Oh my, oh my! I mean, oh my god! Oh my god! Do you know what's a really <laughs> great idea, Vic? The week of Christmas. Do you know what's a good idea? What something stressful? You're going to tell me something stressful now? I can feel it. It is stressful. Yeah, mm. it's it's decorating your hallway. Well, I don't know what what is going on here. Like our menstrual cycles are aligned. I'm also decorating my hallway. Maybe I did it because I knew subconsciously you were doing it. Maybe. I just want to be you. But you, you've you got someone, you've got a decorator to come and do it, haven't you? Oh, yeah, mate. I ain't fucking doing it. Whereas Muggins here. It's been on her hands and knees since I got home, scraping off fucking lead paint, breathing in all the toxic fumes. Oh, Jesus. Beautiful. Beautiful. I would love to be that person that would say she'd decorate. And, you know, when I was recovering last year from my whatever the fuck oh, it is. you did a lot of DIY, didn't you? I did so much stuff. And now I'm like, no, fuck it. I'll pay someone to do it. <laughs> I know, to be fair, I just, it was bad time management on my part because well, the decorator that I've got, he's always got like a six month waiting list. And you know what I'm like? I'm too impatient to wait that long. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Long. If I couldn't have got it done, I probably would have done it myself, but it would yeah. look shit because I don't have the patience <laughs> and I don't do the cutting in and I don't do all the taping up, like all that bullshit. No thanks. I'm all right. I've got better things to do with my time. I, I will do those things, but um, yeah, you're very it's meticulous. Finished. It's going to be like I'm making a start because I've got those the wooden stairs. It's just chaos. Got to get those ready for yeah. painting. Well, this is like... the thing. I, maybe I am becoming you, Vic, actually, because this is what I'm trying to persuade Steve to do is I want to take the carpet up and I want to paint the stairs black. Uh, why, why is he against it? What's, he, what's his reasoning against it? Because he said it will be cold. It's not. When's the staircase ever cold? When you're on the staircase for long enough that you don't, that you know that you're going to feel a breeze. I mean, Vic, it's going to happen. I know it is. You know. In fact, I mean, you say that it's, going, know, to be, it's, going, to, it's going, to, going to have happened by tomorrow morning, knowing you. <laughs> and what colour did you go for in the end? Um, it's a very deep, like green. Is it a Farnborough colour match one? Yeah, well, as close to because obviously what, what's the, the colour that you it? chose. Beverly. Beverly. 
Oh, oh, better than the old way. Obviously, it's not it's not furrow and ball <laughs> because they didn't have it because I obviously left everything to the last minute and I could only get it online. So what one uh, did you want from the Farnball range? What colour was, was it? It was Beverly. It was Beverly, was it? Oh, so I've that's not heard of that one. Do you know that? I'm quite familiar it's with the... It's brand new. Oh, is it? Look brand at you. Brand new range, darling. Trendsetter. Brand Trendsetter over oh, here. Oh, 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 oh. Well, yeah, anyway, so my anyway. finished, but um, yeah. Um, so I've just got back from three days away from my family, from my how, children how and my husband. How does it feel right now, Vic? How does it Fucking feel right shit. Now? Absolutely shit. <laughs> did your children come running to you with open arms and said, Mummy, we missed you so much? They did initially. And then the um, punishment for going away just began subtly. Yeah. Strongly, in fact, no, not even subtly, strongly but surely. Yeah. And um, it all kind of escalated very quickly. And mm-hmm. Oliver had a, probably about a 30 minute screaming fit. I think about, they're quite they're quite precious though, so those oh, moments. they're lovely, aren't they? Oh, no. When you've yeah. had like three days of actual relaxation and you're thinking, mm. oh, do you know what? Life feels quite good. Mm. You just have to rub your face in it that your life isn't good. Yeah. Things aren't oh, absolutely. Up. <laughs> I mean, I uh, we were to, to go dry, travel to Wolverhampton for the weekend to see our friends. That's right. Steve woke up on Friday so ill that he couldn't get out of bed. And I was like, right, okay, so uh, I'm doing this on my own then. So I picked the children up from school, put them in the car, and then drove four hours up north with them. You know what? I think they're at an age now, although Toby uh, seems to be resistant to all travel sickness medication. So we get about halfway anywhere. And and he was like, mommy, my tummy feels funny. Oh, "Oh, God. Fucking hell. Don't, please, just uh, anything. Shit Did yourself, he throw up or not? Spew. No, I gave him a dog shit bag and I was like, look, if you, if it's going to happen. you going to say dog travel sickness tablet for some <laughs> Knock reason. Knock the fuck out. <laughs> uh, but my friend who we went to spend the weekend with, she is just a fucking homeopath genius. She has, sat and she's got me into it big time. Um, yeah. uh, she cured Steve of one of the most horrific hangovers um at steve's 40th birthday uh, yeah she's just fucking fantastic and i said to her look toby has travel sickness like nothing seems to work she's like okay no worries uh toby put these in your mouth suck on them and voila he was fine the whole way home amazing oh my god homeopathy is some fucking amazing do you know what it was that she gave him or not she's given me a a vial of it Um, a vial it's like liquid yeah no, it's not. It's their tiny little sugar tablets. Uh, oh, yeah. I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I am going to be a homeopath slag. I'm going to use the website that she uses and I'm going to Google homeopathy shit for a cold, for anxiety, for... For being a mental bitch. Being mental <laughs> for my ADHD. I'm just going to fucking knock it out. Next time you see me, I'm going to be... I'm going to be feng shui the shit out of zen as fuck. <laughs> uh, oh, God, so, yeah, I need some of that, please. I, please I managed way. to parent the kids uh, all on my own, which is, you know, it's no big uh, ask because I fucking do it anyway all the time because Steve's at work. Um, while Steve recovered at home from what is effectively a fucking cold. Mate, uh, I'm totally excited on the man flea because I've come uh, back um, and Rob's ill. 
And I want to punch him. I I just, I, I, I just, the thing is, Vic, if it had been me on Friday, Paulie, what would have happened was either the weekend would have been cancelled because I wasn't going or I would have dosed myself up on every painkiller and still gone. That would have been the alternative. There would have been no weekend retreat for me where I was at home alone recouping where I just had to look after myself. And he was like, "Mm, I miss you. And it's like, fuck you, Steve. Fuck you. (laughs) I don't miss Um, you. (laughs) And then um, today he's obviously gone to work and I've been left with the kids and uh, I'm done. Another day. Oh, God, mate. And it's like, what, the first of two weeks? Yeah. I feel like I'm getting ill. I can hear it in my throat, but I'm just like... Oh, shit, mate. We've had it in our house this week, well, this last week. Elliot was off with it. Toby got it, but I still sent him to school. And then Steve had it. uh, And Steve, I mean, to be fair, Toby didn't have it half as bad as Elliot did. And then obviously Steve was ill with it. But, I mean, hello. Who's still standing, darling? <laughs> Who's on a sick day? Oh, not me. Of course not me. No, no, no. You're not no. allowed a sick Mommy day. Mummy doesn't get one of those. You're not allowed a sick day. Yeah. Um, by the way, are those new glasses? Mm. They're lovely. Update. Yes. So as we all know, I broke my glasses in sex. Then I ordered the exact same pair, wrong prescription from the same company, but they are the most shittest with customer service, I have to say. Right. Don't wish to do down any websites, but they're bollocks. <laughs> so um, they, I need to return the glasses to get the right prescription in them. Oh, my God. I know. But I was looking on Amazon, so I thought, fucking hell, I'm like these, the broken glasses are to the point where I actually feel depressed about having to put them on every day because they fall straight off my face. Yeah. I mean, they make me happy. In fact, I quite like they to wear them now just happy. to cheer me up. <laughs> And so as I'm scrolling prescription glasses on Amazon, up comes these and two other pairs. So three of the same pairs, but just in different colours. There's black and then there's like a tortoiseshell one for a tenner. How do you get the prescription in them? Well, I then got them delivered and I thought they're a very similar shape to my broken glasses. So I popped because it's only, I remember I only had a monocle. I only, no, it's only my right eye. you didn't. I did. I popped the lens out and I put it in this one. Now there is an ever so slight gap where they don't, they don't completely fit, but fucking hell, life changer, mate. Absolutely chuffed and nuts. So I'm going for the clear at the moment. It's That's be like so funny. So you're going to have to I pop want, it out every time. I'm pop it out every time to change the, the glasses. <laughs> but hey, I'm here for it, sweetie. For 10 pounds. For 10 pounds. A fucking tenner. Yeah, How that is good going. Is and they're lovely. They're just clear. They suit you. Yeah, but they suit you. Thank you. Do they? I thought I looked like I had workman goggles on. Well, yeah, that's the. I think that's the thing with the clear glasses. Is that when you get like the eighties pedo kind of vibe? And you know, I'm not here for either of those. No, I'm trying to avoid the heavy pedo look. It's not the eighties pedo. You've escaped that one. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just I I put them in these ones to test out, and then I just not taking them back out because I thought, you know what, maybe I'll set a new trend. I love Maybe it. Maybe their worker glasses will just come in, you know. They're, they're in, babes. They're in. They're in, babes. They're in. Um, um, should we go, should we have a story? Well, yeah. I feel something. like we should, do we need to sing a Christmas carol or something? No, no one gives a shit about fucking Christmas, do they? I think everyone's over it already. I've eaten yes. so much food. I can't eat any more food. Oh, well, don't even talk to me about my fucking diet choices because they've been very poor today. I know. I've had, I just have no, you know. I've not eaten anything. I've just, I feel like it's been Christmas because we've been I've been away with my family mm. and uh, 
just eating cheese continuously like when you're not even hungry it's like should we have some cheese yeah go on then no, but you know what that's never okay no. darling sometimes you've got to lean into that all right you just I got to lean into no. it i know i know uh, so i've got a story sweetie go on then go for it we'll wish you a merry christmas we'll wish you a merry christmas we'll wish you a merry christmas and a happy year so you just put that in there because i just feel like you're a dull as fuck so let's just make this a little bit christmasy in my (laughs) in my younger days now this is this is from a gentleman listener Okay. okay, is it? Oh, nice one. I know. I love it when we get it one from a man. In my younger days, I once took a woman back to my flat for a one night stand. Halfway through the night, I woke up to hear her having a piss in the ensuite, or so I thought. It turns out she was squatting by the side of my bed, <laughs> taking a, the piss of all pisses over my carpet, <laughs> bedroom carpet, all the time, uh, completely fast asleep. Now, I could have sort of got over the pissing on the carpet, having found myself doing something similar once or twice over a few years, uh, uh, over over the years, though not at someone else's gaff. What took me a while to get over was the stench of cider-fueled piss. It took fucking weeks for me to get the smell out of my carpet and nostrils. The odour it gave off was a combination of K-cider and festival toilets that fermented through the fibres of my carpet. Needless to say that we kept it strictly to a one-night stand. Um, that, that a very similar thing happened to my brother. I, I think I've spoken about that before. This um, rings a bell, yeah. Yeah, where he he took a girl home. It wasn't a one night stand, but uh, he woke up to her standing at the end of the bed pissing, and then she tried to climb out of the bedroom window and jump out the out of the window. Oh my god! All while asleep, <laughs> and Dave was like, "Fucking hell! This is a lot. This is too much." It's happened to. Uh, I, I can't remember where we were. We I feel like we were on holiday, but Rob did that. He wasn't even pissed. Robbie's like so unconscious when he wakes up for a wee in the night. Like if you wake Rob up, he's like a zombie. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know who he is. He can't function for about 15 minutes. He's just, he's just like, you know, stumbling around. Is that his weird brain thing? Probably. I shouldn't say weird. That's a really inappropriate thing to say. I take take back. But his, his, his uh, unique brain function. Possibly. Possibly. I don't know. Maybe he's just really shit at waking up. But I did wake up to him opening the wardrobe and basically looking like he was about to do a piss. And I was like, Rob, what are you doing? Rob, Rob. And he just totally was like, (laughs) did I tell this story about when I slept at my friend's house? In fact, she was a work colleague. And we'd gone out after work and we got absolutely battered, as was the uh, standard sort of activity post-work yeah. <laughs> post when I was 20. Um, got back to her house and I'd, I'd never stayed stayed there before. And um, she, I don't remember any of this, she woke up to, to me not being in the bed, being like, where's Victoria gone? And so she kind of like went to look for me. And thank God her flatmate wasn't in, but I'd gone into her flatmate's room and no. I was just doing a massive piss all over <laughs> the flatmate's floor. Heck. <laughs> and she was like, oh shit. And then I don't remember any of this. And then the next thing I woke up and I didn't have any trousers on. 
And I was like, oh, what happened here? Um, and then I kind of like was stumbling around because Rob was on night shifts at the time. So he was going to get back. at. Oh, like, you were with Rob? Yeah, I was with Rob. So he was going to get back to our flat at like six in the morning. I thought, shit, I've got to be back for then because he's going to totally panic. So I was like fumbling around looking for my clothes. And I found my trousers on the radiator. And I was like, why am, why are all my things soaking wet? And she was like, she pissed all over them. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, then I got in a taxi and uh, in my damp, pissy, pissy clothes, and got home just in time to have a shower and get into bed, and then be like, "Oh hey, I just woke up like this." Uh, So I I will not uh, confirm the identity of the person, but uh, somebody we know they drank quite heavily, and they opened the wardrobe, pissed on their clothes then put their clothes on, threw up down themselves, and then took a taxi to go and fuck a girl. Oh, my God. Someone we know? No, you don't. Steve and I know. Oh, okay. I was going to say, Jesus. I mean, uh, that's pretty intense. All I can say is he must be pretty fucking good because he... Did he actually manage to do the deed? He he did the deed. Oh, he was sick on his clothes. Sick. And he was covered in piss. He pissed on his own clothes. Oh, Lord. I know. Yeah, this is not good, is it? No. I think no. the bottom line is don't drink. The bottom line is if you're going to drink, make sure that you're naked afterwards because there's no guarantee on what, And know what where the toilet is. And know where the toilet is. Because <laughs> yeah. I uh, did that. I, I've, um, I used to do it as a kid. I'd walk into my parents' bedroom and stare at them <laughs> when I needed a wee. And then my yeah, mum would I be like, Laura, the, the toilet, the toilet's in the other direction, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> Um, okay, let's have a look then. This is kind of like a little follow up to something that we talked about before. Yeah. Uh, so tidy, tidy up. So, hello, ladies. I've been listening to your podcast for a hot minute and I'm absolutely loving it. My bedroom gadget shit the bed several years ago and I haven't got around to ordering replacements. Oh, uh, what are you doing, babes? Get on our website. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't know what I, I don't know. Do you know what would you do without sex toys in your life? I know, like I can't be doing the Victorian style of masturbation. No. I'm not into that. I mean, we're in the 21st century, yeah. Uh, We lived in Japan for a while and I think there were some legal issues when ordering sex toys while we were there. Wow. Interesting. That could just be me making excuses though. In some of your episodes, you mentioned some study about how women's sexual drive whilst in a monogamous relationship wanes a lot faster than men. I have to say it was a relief to hear this. I thought to myself, oh, so there is nothing wrong with me it was such it was so refreshing to hear when my partner and I do fall around which is rare it's mostly me doing him a service that's what he talked about and it? it was the old yeah. service sex and that's only because we've gone so long he starts to basically become very pouty once the job is done he resets and all is well for a little while I think that's what sex has been I think that's what sex has become to me, a job. Just one more thing to check off the list of things to do. He's a very willing and generous partner in the bedroom, but by the end of the day, I'm just so tired and over everything. The thought of investing our sex life isn't as appealing as it once was, especially since penetration alone does not or has it ever got the job done on my end. All the other bits need stimulating, like us with the old back and decker going. Bottom line, it's time to spice things up. It's time to splurge. It's time to do something for myself, if not for the benefit of this aspect of our relationship. So here I am, scrolling through your goods, adding things to the cart. Yay! Well done. Oh, it's difficult, isn't it, though? Because, you know, I don't know, how do you bring back the spice into a sex life when 
you have mentally left the building. I mean, I've mentally left the building quite a few times. Yeah. Hence why I was like, I think I like women. Uh, and I, you know, there's no denying the fact that I definitely do. I definitely do. And there will always be a part of me that's like, oh my God, I find women sexually attractive. That's just what it is. But I also really like men. Mm. Um, but Steve and I very recently, like I've had to have really, really honest conversations with him. And he, and, and I think because I've done it, um, he's done it back. So we've been able to find like more of a equilibrium. What if you just don't find them attractive anymore? What do you do about that? Yeah, but then I've gone, I think I've gone through spells where I've just felt like so, I don't know, if I ever not found him attractive? I find him more attractive now. Than you did. Than I ever have done. Yeah, yeah. probably ever. But I don't know that I've ever completely gone off of him. I probably have, mate. Let's be honest, 20 fucking years is a guaranteed period of time. I think it's just, you've got to be open to it, haven't you? You've got to be open. You've both got to be on the same page. And sometimes it takes a while for the other person to catch up. Steve's not always on the same page as me, poor fucker. He, you know, really wishes I was on the same page as him, but I'm not. I'm always four pages ahead. Yeah. And then it takes like, it's not about it going my way, but I think it's just about like finding that way where I'm like, oh, I like it like this. Or, you know, can we try that? And for him to be like, no, I don't want to try that. But how about we try this? And just having that conversation. But you know what? We've said it a million times over. There's so much shame around sex. Mm. And there's so much like stigma around self-pleasure. There's so much stigma around female sex and female pleasure and exploring your sexuality that it's, you can see why people go off their partners. They go off wanting to have sex with their partners because this is just such fucking hard work. Yeah, it's just boring and monotonous and and it's the same thing every time. Like I've been in a fucking relationship with the same man for 20 years. Granted, we, you know, had a break like however many fucking years ago. But, um, you know, otherwise I have been in that relationship and I've, oh my God, there have been times when we have not had sex for like nine months and then we've had sex every other day you know mm. so it's swings and roundabouts but i can honestly say the best sex i've ever had in my relationship with steve has been when we talk to each other yeah and initially it did feel like oh i don't think i want to talk about this because it feels really embarrassing and it feels awkward but like he has literally seen every single inch of my body a mm. million times over and i had to push past that idea of it being awkward and realised actually it was a totally normal conversation for two people to have, especially two people that have been in a relationship together. Yeah. And it's completely fucking changed our sex lives because I don't want to have service sex. I just don't want to do it. Like I, you know, I think it's wrong for women to feel like they have to do that to keep their partners happy. And yet it happens all the fucking time. Yeah. It feels like from people that we've had right in, and other women that like you know that I've spoken to about sex life and stuff, I've it, to me, uh, it seems like that's more the norm than the other yeah. way around. Do you know and what I mean? I've definitely had times where I've thought, oh God, you know, we've not had sex in so long. And I said to Steve, I'm so sorry we've not had sex. He's like, why? Ew, why are you apologizing? And I'm like, because I feel like I'm not doing my job as a woman because mm. I don't want to have sex right now. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. How shit is that that we are programmed to feel like we have to apologize for not wanting to have sex with our partners? And I just think maybe, I don't know if there's any kind of hope I can give to anybody out there that feels a little bit like they're in a very stagnant relationship is it 
you know, if you're if you're in the right kind of relationship with a partner that's open to that conversation and you both want to make each other happy in a sexual way, then there is absolutely a million opportunities for it to change for the better for you. But obviously, I'm, I'm aware that some people don't have that luxury with their partners, which is really shit. Um, did you see the thing about uh, Michelle Obama talking about um, being in like a long term relationship? And she said yeah. for, for like 10 years of her marriage, um, she didn't like her husband. And she's talking about it and saying it was like when the kids were really little. Yeah, she had to rely on other people to help. Yeah, and there was like all yeah. this frustration in in the sort of the fact that she did so much more, and they're both trying to work on their careers, but yeah. like all the frustration that she felt about being a mum to new kids as well, or like young kids, because obviously they're really challenging. Just you couldn't, you can't take it out of the kids because they're the kids, and you know, so it kind of automatically. Or for her, she was like, it, it just, it, I just didn't like him, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then she talked about the long-term thing of that, about how moving on from that when, um, as the kids got older and things got a bit easier and stuff and how it changed. And she was just saying that maybe sometimes people are quite quick to just be like, oh, it's not working. It's over. Yeah. Rather than being like, no, this is just what it's going to be now because we're in the thick of it. And like rationalize it, I suppose, as to why it's happening rather than it just being like, oh, it just must be that our relationship is over. And you know what? There are plenty of uh, examples of when people are with the wrong people. I'm not saying yeah, a particular lady yeah, is that person. Are. I'm not yeah. saying that. But there's lots out there to suggest the fact that some people just aren't good for each other. And actually, they shouldn't have got together. They shouldn't have had kids, whatever. And they end up being so much happier not together. And mm. that's totally cool. Uh, but there have definitely been times in my relationship with, with Steve where I've gone, oh my God, are you even the right person I'm meant to be with? Yeah. Fucking hell, I've had that so many times. Like, is this what I want? Yeah. And then like working through whatever that it that is. But I think the hardest thing for any of us to overcome is that communication barrier where we do actually want to and we do go to communicate with our partner, but it's also about them being receptive to it, listening. And it's I think that some... it's a big part of the problem, isn't it? Yeah, because if they're not receptive to it, then you may as well just speak to a fucking rock. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like they're yeah. if they're and you not don't willing, feel heard, do you? No, and then if they're not willing to actually want to make things better for you, which let's be honest with you, is not fucking unheard of, is it? No. <laughs> then you know you're. Yeah, it's it's just really difficult, and I, you know I don't want to sit here and make out as if like Minus relationship is perfect. It's far from fucking perfect, and you know we're still working on it. I think you're always working on it, aren't you? Yeah, like that whole you can't, It's not like it can. Work. Yeah, it just gets stagnant if you don't put yeah, effort into it. Of course, it, it. Does. Like course it does. Like anything else, you know. Like when Fifty Shades of Grey came out, I'm not even fucking kidding you. That gave my vagina the biggest. Wallop. I was like, I want to have sex. <laughs> Wallop. <laughs> Wallop. I want to have sex all the time. But I've I've learned in myself, like when I have that fantasy in my mind, that's when I have the best sex. But more so now because I'm like, Steve, this is how I like it. This is what I want. And he's like, I like it like this and I want that. Yeah. And then we're both like, oh, I'm into it because you're into it. Yeah, yeah. But if we had the same sex we were having when I was 17. I would not still be with him. No, exactly. We would not be together anymore. Yeah. I would be fucking somebody else. There's no way that I could cope with that level of 
sameness. That's so mad to me that um, you were having sex with him when you were 17. Like, I'm like, oh, that's mate. so mad. It's so depressing. I mean, yeah, you've done a bloody good job to keep it going for the amount of time that you have and you're still really into it. And you are um, the um, shining example of how you can go back to having a really good sex life after you've had oh massive lulls. Yeah, I'm having the best sex now that I've ever had done in my entire life. But then I think you hear that of women, don't you? You hear women say, like, when they get into their late 30s and 40s or even 50s, they go, I'm having the best sex now I've ever had in my life because they're not waiting for permission. They're literally going, this is my body. This Mm. is how I like it. This is what I want you to do. Yeah. It's because you just figured it out. And I feel like I've just figured mine out. And you're not embarrassed or ashamed to... No, and I would I would have always been embarrassed and ashamed before of being like, oh my god, you know, maybe we should have the lights on because then you'll see my fucking hairy bum hole. And he's like, Laura, I'm seeing my he's dick going your deep in your fucking bum hole now, mate. <laughs> yeah, he don't give a shit. He really doesn't. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't know whether I've actually been of any help there. Go just buy some toys. Yeah, go buy. In some the meantime, toys. try and introduce them with your partner. Spice yeah. things up. Yeah. If not, just use them on your own. Yeah, and, and then fantasize still... about hello, gamekeepers in the nineteen thirties. Oh, don't fucking know <laughs> that man, that man. Oh, oh. oh my god! Just a very quick little tidy up. This makes me laugh. So you remember the lady who did the liquid diarrhea outside the woman's house? This is from yeah. last week, and she left the Do sanitary you know, towel on top. People were absolutely fucking obsessed with that story. Were they really? Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. But someone's just, I don't know, someone's obviously, this has troubled them because we were asking, why would you place the sanctuary on top of it? So they said, just just to clear things up, um, pretty sure that lady would have wiped her ass with a sanctuary oh, towel. of course. Yes. To me, why this seems logical. Although shitting on someone's doorstep isn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> so there we go. That might be the answer. Yeah. Why did I even think of that? Of course. I don't know what a tidy up is anymore. What is a no, tidy I. up? I don't know. I think normally it would be like an answer to something that we'd probably... This could be that. Yeah, okay, right then, right. that we've talked about before. All right, Slags. Long-time listener, first-time caller here. Well, oh, hello. You're welcome. After listening to today's podcast about women shagging and uh, the man with the foot fetish, your comments about foot, foot fetishes not being common had me stunned. They're a lot more common than you think. I've been a dancer for over eight years now, sweetheart. Mate, you're in the I'm industry saying, for foot fetish people to come. I want to hear, I bet she's got some absolute fucking corkers, hasn't she? Yeah, definitely. I want to hear her stories. I've been a dancer for over eight years now. The foot fetish guys are my absolute favourite. Really? Yeah, they're very common and you can spot them a mile off. They'll always make a comment about your shoes or nail polish and then when you're in the VIP, they'll do the best because they will pay you to just give you a foot massage. Oh, right. And seeing as your working shoes are seven-inch stilettos, a foot massage is always a winner. Yeah. And the sweatier and more minging the foot, the, the more better. they love it. Cool. A lot will ask for you to walk on the uh walk your feet or put your feet in their mouths. I've even had one a few weeks ago who licked the soles of my feet, got me to walk around on the dirty carpet and then let them let him lick them again. Oh my god. Absolute negotiating tool for a nice tip. Oh yeah, I bet. I mean, as well, like you wouldn't mind, would you? She's like, yeah, whatever's man. Yeah, she said a good 20% of her customers like feet to some degree. I'd love to pole dance. 
Yeah, we talked about this, didn't we? we yeah, really but wanna... I mean, I've I've got dyspraxia, mate. You know, it's, I don't uh... think that'll matter. I think it's a learned mm. routine, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but it would take me twice as long to learn it as the average person because on my hand-eye coordination is appalling. Well, with my carpal tunnel, I can't oh, fucking grip a pole, can between I? Between the two of me, between me and you. Absolute calamity, James. <laughs> Although after my operation in March and once I've done my recovery and everything. You're going to be gripping that pole with an oh, iron yes, fist. I'll be slipping up and down it. Um, yeah. I've got, there's a pole dancing class near me. I'm going to start going to it. It's really near to me. Mine doesn't I open back up until the spring, I've asked. Oh, there you go. Then you can wait until spring. That'll I'm be about the time that I'm doing it. must be fair weather. Fair weather stripping. Fair weather stripping, yeah. Because well, sure, you've got no clothes on. I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe the use of the hall. I have no fucking clue. I didn't ask. The use of the hall. Because <laughs> Beavers is on before. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Beavers, Scout Beavers, and then Beaver Beavers. <laughs> then Girls Beavers. Um, I, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't really like feet. Steve's not the biggest fan of feet. Yeah. I don't like feet actually. It's not. I just don't. I don't. Oh, they disgust I don't, me. I, hate, I them. hate them. I yeah. hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Yeah. I hate them. I certainly don't associate. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we out. keeping you out, darling? Well, it is. This is a nighttime record. Yeah, FYI. you're shitty. This is I'm... why she's a miserable cunt, guys. Because it's yeah. the evening. Because you I'm remember when we used to do evening records? When, yeah, when we were. Um, back in the like COVID days, and we had to do evening ones. And if you remember rightly, Vic was as happy as a fucking dead squirrel. I can't handle them, can I? No, darling, you can't. I'm just like, oh, of course, you're darling God. a lot tonight. I, I know can, you I can tell nice. you need the it's nurturing me, words. It's making me feel nice and comforted. I know that's. I like that though. I love when I can comfort someone. You have also. You're wearing a dressing gown. Mm, yeah, this is a new development, isn't it? Well, I know, but it's very cold at the moment. Oh, look, it's got ears on it. <laughs> Hello, sexy. Yeah, it's got a hood. Yeah, so uh, we don't have the heating on at the moment, as in like we have the heating on, but as in it's not physically on right this minute. Right. And the evenings downstairs are so cold because it's all open plan. Steve has it on a fucking timer. Oh, he's such a loser. I feel like I've got, I'm missing something very integral in my life that I haven't got ready for Christmas, but... I don't. I don't think I have. Yeah, I feel like that all the time. I felt oh, like you know course. now when it's I go away. Impending doom. I have such anxiety about having left something. Oh, don't I don't talk to me to about that. that. What the? F- oh, I've always had it, mate. I probably did to some extent, but it's I think it's because like I never go away medical, now. There's like a medical condition of it. I do it. Yeah, and then like, I'm really worried about it, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, why don't I forget Alan? And it's not. It's never going to be. Pants? It's never going to be anything that's like. You know, no, like you can just go to a fucking shop and buy it. And that's what I have to tell myself now. It's like, Laura, if you haven't got your toothbrush, you just go buy one. Exactly. Laura, if you haven't got knickers, you can go buy them. Whatever it might be, you know, you, you can, can just them. go, you can go buy it. Speaking of knickers makes me think of my vagina, which then makes me think of my bikini line. I have been using. <laughs> by association. I have been oh, you're using. The laser. It's yes. started working. Has it? Oh, good Lord. Absolutely <laughs> fucking chuffed to nuts I am. Oh, this is brilliant news. It's taken a bit of because it's on done based on settings. So I went to the lowest setting for skin tone because obviously I'm so pale. Yeah. And it was doing fuck all. And right. I've upped it by one. So obviously I'm not as pale as I thought. And it started to work. And how long has that taken? Well, obviously it's taken longer, probably four weeks. 
because I've not done, I didn't have the right color setting on. Right. Okay. So you doing it, how often are you doing it? So the first week you meant to do it twice, the second week once, third week once, and then every other week. And then once a month and then once every three months. Oh, right. Oh my God. Amazing. My beautician said that there's a new, um, form of laser therapy coming out that's been designed for gingers. Oh, hello. Hello. Hallelujah. She was like, shall I put you down to be a model? And then you can just, we could trial it on you. I was like, fucking yes, mate, get rid of my bush. Because obviously I did have it. But you don't have a, you you don't have a wide bush. It's not out round your legs, mate. I love how Laura knows that information. (laughs) Well, I've seen you in your pants, haven't I? Yeah, true. Uh, No, it's not bad. It's all right. Mine is, mine is, mine is, mine is. Mine doesn't come I've got real sideburns, mate. Yeah, I have got sideburns, but um, they're pretty. I'm trying to think when I saw. Yeah, like I don't know. It was no, but what I mean is, is, like if I have, if I have pants on, yeah, I've got a full set of fucking seventy sideies going on out of <laughs> yeah, my pants. You're like you know what I mean? Angel. <laughs> I am like a hell's angel, yeah, and I don't want that. And no. I understand that's a patriarchy and I understand it's misogynistic for me to want to remove it. And I understand the fact that if I was a fucking yeah, full feminist, I'd let it grow. It? It's too I'm sorry. And you know, what makes me laugh is the people that are like, oh my God, I'm going to grow my armpit hair because I'm a feminist, but they still fucking have their vaginas waxed. You know, and you're yeah. like, if you're a full feminist, why, why are you shaving your legs then? Oh no. And you know what? I'm here for whatever version of feminism you want to be. That's the point I'm trying to make is when people with hairy armpits and smooth bikini lines harp on about the fact that we shouldn't be shaving our bodies. And it's like, but you still do. Yeah, I will. I will. But definitely I'm going to get hairless. I mean, not completely because I, I don't, don't want to be a bald like no. a Barbie doll. I don't want to look like a skinned cat. No, um, I just want, Skin like pussy. you said, it's the sideburns. We just want to get rid of the sideburns. Yeah. And the I want to wear. Hair. I want to wear a swimming costume. And them not be there. Yeah. And not have to be like, oh shit, I'm going swimming. I've got to take, got to take the air off, and I. Yeah. Um, and then it's like the regrowth and how fucking uncomfortable it is. I hate it. Can't do it. And I it do... makes me super paranoid. I become obsessed with other people's bikini lines. So when I go to centre parks, have you? I'll, I'll clock all the women's bikini lines and I'll be like, oh, I know God, what you mean. Where's your hair? Where's yeah, your I'll hair? do that. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do with that? Why is it? Why have you not got any regrowth? I'm obsessed. You're just gonna go to centre parks and, and stare at women's crotches. I just basically go to to centre parks for the pussy. <laughs> That's it. I go for the minge and I just stare at it in the pool. <laughs> Not in no, any way suspiciously or no, like a ev- sex ev- well, no, because I kind of go under the radar. I'm a I thought you say I go under the water with my snorkel. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to kiss your vagina. Oh, excuse me. I just bumped into you. Just with a magnifying glass. <laughs> why, why are your fingers touching my vagina? Uh, I, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I find the whole, I'm just obsessed about it. It's comparison, mate, isn't it? It is comparison and going, why can't I have a pussy like yours? <laughs> I need that on a t-shirt. <laughs> why, why can't, can't I, have, I a have a pussy like, like yours? yours? <laughs> oh, dear. Um, right, yeah. I'm going to fall asleep in a minute. Should we round up? Fucking hell, guys. Oh, no. Merry fucking it. Christmas. <laughs> 
<laughs> it actually speaking, is Christmas speaking, on Saturday. Speaking, speaking of which, when no Sunday, mate. All right, so yeah, that's uh, it. Comes to the end. <laughs> of our Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So we will. Well, next no, I mean, we're, we're, when you us. when you hear this, it's not Christmas. But no. when you next hear us, it will have been Christmas, and it will be over. That's correct. Vic's tree will be down. My tree will be burnt to a crisp in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the three it. other fucking trees that got felled by the cunt neighbours. Oh, don't. I, I, I can't. Oh, no, that's hit you hard. It's hit me hard. It's really been it's an really emotional week for me. I'll be honest with you. It hit me hard looking at it. Oh, it looked. Oh, it looks it's awful. It's I don't think you would have bought that bare. house if they hadn't been there. They were a big like lure big draw. of yeah. the house. But you were in like, the forest. That was a beautiful. I know. They've taken my safe space. And now London uh, is just so London. Oh, well, you can still see the trees in the park, but they're just further away. But yeah, oh, it's fuck not the it, mate, same. that's like me seeing I I can see the sea I, if I stand on my what? rooftop. <laughs> Shush, <laughs> but hold on to, to my chimney, I can see the sea. <laughs> um I do I am trying to look on the on the positive side. Should. So yeah. <laughs> one major thing is that Oliver's room was like going into a coffin. It was so dark and it's always been a really dark well, it doesn't matter how sunny it is outside, it's always been like pitch black. Oh. It's bright as anything in there now. Oh wow, there we so go. There we go. There we go. Oliver can see Let's- Let's end but this podcast on a real positive spin. Yeah, thank God Oliver can see. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's the Christmas wish- miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. So yeah, everyone have a fantastic Christmas. Hope you um, get through it with as best all you can, the shit mate. that comes with it. There's going to be some good moments and there's going to be some rubbish moments. But that's okay. It's and part that's okay. of it, babes. And don't look on social media and see the happy clappers and think they're living their best lives because they won't. They'll think their kids are cunts. Their kids will be ungrateful. They'll be screaming. Yeah. They'll be crying. Not everyone, will, not everyone will be smiling and being like, hey, this is the best day ever. It's all not a lie. Not everyone's going to be like that because it's, it's not like real. It's constantly. bullshit. Just it's enjoy bullshit. the good bits. And breathe through the bad bits, baby. That's all you can do. And if you don't have sex in amongst any of that, that's fine too. Oh my God, that is not happening for me. That's absolutely the last thing on my mind. Well, I'm going to be ovulating in like five days time, so. Good luck, Steve. Get your jingle balls out. He's going to have his jingle balls in me. (laughs) He said to me right before I came on the podcast, he was like, oh, I need to wrap up your anal intruder. He was like, you'd probably be into that now anyway. I went, no. He was like, I'm joking. So That's good. so funny. Because if you have got me an alien intruder, alien it's going up your ass. It's not going up mine. Um, <laughs> I have come to exterminate. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we should say like, oh my God. So the next time that we'll actually record it will be 2023. No, it can't be, mate. I think it will be. It can't be because... No, but the next time they hear us, it'll be like properly hear us. Because next week... So, just yeah, next week is going to be best of twenty twenty two because uh, we haven't got enough fucking time to record anything no, between now and, and it's then. It's a nice little way to celebrate all it of is, the hilarious yeah. stories that have come our way over the last year, and then the following week would be. I've just gone to my calculator instead of my calendar, so that's good. Um, I can just add up the days if you like. Yeah, mate, it'll be the third of January. Holy fucking shit! Oh my god, yeah. my kids will be back to school. Oh, mine won't. One of them will. <laughs> oh. um, so yeah, can we just 
just take a minute to just say thanks to everyone for sticking oh, by us for another mate. year. Oh, fuck. Shit, this feels deep, man. I know, all of it's a because sudden. It's because of the tree. I know, man. I just, I got to get this out. <laughs> get it out. <laughs> it's been another year of no holes barred can you believe another it? year i feel so proud of this podcast i absolutely love it and you know i i yeah it's it it is safe to say that it is a labor of love isn't it vic because yeah. there is nothing about this podcast that has ever been straightforward or easy no and it continues to be something we work so fucking hard for but we both love it love and we it. love you guys so much like this podcast would not be this podcast without you and that's not just some gimmicky bullshit you know that if we didn't mean it we definitely wouldn't say it because we would just be slagging you off behind your backs but in actual <laughs> fact we're saying to your face thank you so much for everything you do on a continued weekly basis of just being there for us yeah every listen Every time you listen to us, it means the world. Don't know what song is. We love you. So uh, we and will, you know um, what? I think if, if oh no, quick, let me do a round up. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not on. done. I'm not oh, done. I'm not done. I feel like this is an Oscar moment. Now. I'm going to cut this out. <laughs> Don't you dare! Don't you dare! We've gone through a real journey with this podcast this year because we've gone from being funny, serious. Then we went really serious and we went depths of despair. And then we went, you know what, actually, let's pump the funny back in. And I know for one fact, I thoroughly enjoy the fact that this is just a fun podcast because it is complete escapism and all of the stories. The the last few weeks have been, I mean, Hello. some of the, they've been up there. They've been some of the best. They have so, um, yeah, just just know that we're not going to be depressingly sad anymore. Even we haven't been, you don't need to say that. We haven't been depressing and exaggerated. Just let me, just let me get right. it out. Okay. Don't you, you dare to. cut this out. I'm definitely cutting it out. You can't. <laughs> I'm going to have a bag of Harry Bow. You've upset me. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Thanks for supporting us. And uh, I look forward to whatever. I look forward to next year. And Sorry, all the my hilarious Harry making a noise. stories that you will bestow upon us. Um, so don't stop sending Endeavor. them in. Do not send. stop sending them in. You can email us at noholesbarpodcast at gmail.com or what else can they do? Laura. They can head on over to our Instagram page at noholesbarpodcast and they can, sorry if I'm talking fine, it's because I'm eating my Haribo. <laughs> uh, and they can slide on into our DMs and send us a private story. <laughs> um, we love you. You best not cut any of that out. Okay, I won't. I look like Jeffrey Dahmer in these glasses. Th- that's what I mean about the eighties kind of paedophile serial killer. Well, sort he was. Of vibes. He wasn't a paedophile. He was a murderer. Yeah, I know he was a murderer. Neither are ideal. No, I, that's not a look that you want to be aiming for, really, is it? Especially I when, it, especially I when this is a bit loose. When you pop out, pop out the lens. It's like my false eye. Yeah, you look a pop. You pop it out. Go on. So show me how easy it is. That is too easy, Laura. I know, mate. That's gonna, the wind and I it's a like that's, I was going to say that. That's going to end badly. You're going to lose that. And then you're gonna and be if fucked. I lose this, I'm really fucked because this is... Listen this is... to it clicking in. <laughs> <laughs> if I lose this, I'm really in the shit. Oh, my God. I have another one. No, you'll be all right. You'll all be right. right. I know this is my voice. I've basically become Dot Cotton over the process of this 
this is the illness literally <laughs> the now illness is taking hold it's taking hold of me um right i'm going to bed all right love you all merry love christmas you. merry christmas happy, happy new, new year. year we'll see you in 2023 for loads more lols we love you i really hope she doesn't cut any of the stuff out that i said because it was really thoughtful and meaningful <laughs> even though she told me to shut up i haven't shut up we love you all goodbye good night goodbye goodbye see you in a couple of tuesdays you can <laughs> Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.